Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor was given bad news. Warden Grizzle is lost somewhere in interstellar council space. He has not been killed, but he cannot be contacted. As a result, the crew has been promoted to wardens themselves, and tasked with stopping chaos, which is causing wars all over the verse. But first, Grizzle must be rescued, and the crew must learn what he was hoping to discover on Avis, the capital planet of the Interstellar Council. Upon arrival, the crew was able to get on the planet, but raised enough suspicion to have their ship searched. Hopefully the outlaws don't have anything illegal on board. Last time, you were just boarded by a crew of Interstellar Council soldiers, and they have just started... I I said ripping the place apart, and I realized last time that was bad word choice. They're turning the place over, maybe is the right word. They're opening every crate, they're opening every cabinet, they are searching everything in your ship. One of them is just standing guard kind of in the uh, cargo bay over all of you who are like, they're keeping you in the cargo bay while they search your ship. What is everybody doing? Uh, I said last time that I went and got the particle magnetism weapon, if that's what it's called, that Jyla stole from an imposition soldier in our last arc. Yes. That's an interstellar council weapon. That's what I meant. Uh, and yeah, so I would assume that she probably had that on her. So that could have been just as simple as like yeah. unclipping it from her belt and clipping it onto yours, which I said last time, I think off recording was a good idea um, for reasons that you won't get to discover. Do we want to tell Lucy to go up into the captain's, the crew or the captain's lounge officer's quarters? They're already on board. It's too late. That might have been a good idea. And that ship has sailed. <laughs> you guys are being restrained in the cargo bay. And if I pull open the wonderful layout of the ship that Mandy made. Thanks, Mandy. Yeah, you guys, like, the galley where he would be is, like, he's gonna be discovered. I mean, I guess we just wait, then. If we're being restrained in the cargo bay, we can't do much. Yep, Captain Nakamalo is not gonna try to interfere. Okay, cool. No, Vi is looking really mad, though, that they're touching all over the ship. (laughs) Like, she's got her arms crossed and looks very huffy. (laughs) Yeah, and there's definitely at least one or two people in the injured room, and you can hear, like, clank and shuddering. Oh, she's gritting her teeth. She is very mad. Um, Okay, so the first thing that happens is you hear shouts and then three of the guards dragging um, Lucy, like, not exactly kicking and screaming, but he's struggling as they pull him out of the kitchen going, Snow, this is my domain. You have no right to come in here. And he's like kind of trying to swat at them with spatula arms. <laughs> is he like within earshot now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you guys are basically in the same room at this point. Oh, uh, hey, Lucy, uh, just uh, calm down. She's uh, being searched. They by. are tearing my kitchen apart. I, I understand. Uh, this will be all over soon. They just, they're just doing, it, doing an inspection. Uh, one of them shoves him forward and goes, get your man under control. It's already bad enough that he's even here. Uh, Vi reaches out and pulls Lucy back with them and is kind of like trying her best to hold him back with like a just like just like has her hand on his shoulder. And even though he's like, you know, massive power armor, she's hoping that it's just kind of like a calm down. He just kind of like clunks onto the floor and sits, you know, like with his knees up. And he's just like, I cannot believe they would disrespect my kitchen. 
in such a horrible way. Yeah, um, I'm not exactly happy with what they're doing to the ship in general either. The guard that is with you is looking extremely nervous. After that, two of them go into the arsenal and two of them go into the med bay. And there's just kind of more clanking and rustling. Anyone else doing anything? I'm going to go talk to the... You said there is there just one kind of guarding us? Yeah, there is. I'm going to go up to them, like, not threateningly, just kind of go to talk to them. And, like, is all, the, is all this really necessary? Like, are we, are we being accused of something? Routine search for anyone that decides to land here and seems suspicious. Okay. We have nothing, we have nothing to hide. We're just here, on, uh, just here to refuel, and then we'll be on our way. You have nothing to hide. There is a man in power armor crying on the floor about his kitchen. Yeah, he's our he's our chef. He's your chef in imposition power armor. Yeah. Honestly, I'm shocked by that just in and its in itself, which I mean good, it makes our job easier for when also, we Also, we didn't hide him, obviously. He was very obviously, but we didn't really get a chance to like go get him when you boarded. It's not like we tried to hide him or anything. He was just in the kitchen. We're not and- mad that he's was not in the cargo bay. It's that he's on the ship, but we'll get to that when we get to that. And then he just kind of like turns away. Then you hear a creaking sound and one of the guards like, and who is now being given a wide berth is pushing a cart of explosives and timers and detonators (laughs) down the hallway. Like with, I mean, there's like vials of stuff. Oh gosh, this looks so bad. (laughs) And he just kind of parks it next to Lucy and then walks up to all of you and goes, so who's the captain here? Um, hello, I'm Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, captain of a ship called the Honor, an imposition ship called the Honor, on board with uh, an imposition soldier with uh, forks for hands and a crate of enough explosives to blow up half of this hangar bay. How are you? Doing all right. How are you? Uh, well, you know something? We get bonuses when we find something good. And we found so many good things on your ship. So I'm doing well. Okay. So do you want to explain? Okay. What would you like to know? Let's start with the bombs. Why are there bombs on board your ship? Also, why are you the captain of an imposition ship? Let's just do the whole thing. First weird thing. You don't seem like you're wearing power armor, and you introduced yourself as captain. Are you wearing your captain's outfit at this point? Oh, still, yes. Um, yeah, so this was a ship that the uh, Galactic Alliance recovered during a mission, and it just we've incorporated into our fleet. And it came with a chef. Yeah, he, he came separately. So you kidnapped an imposition soldier... No, he, and hired him to be your cook? Uh, kidnapped is not the right word. He's he's here willingly. Okay. I mean, he did seem to want to stay in the kitchen. Uh, can you roll me a charm check? This is just straight up straight up charm? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Grease the wheels. Grease the wheels. Okay. I mean, that's basically the same thing. That is a 10. He, he like, wants to... All right. I mean, Galactic Alliance is at war with the Imposition, so it's possible, I guess. Really don't understand how he ends up being your cook, but all right. So now let's do the fun one. Why do you got so many bombs on board your ship? And what are you doing here? Jyla steps forward and raises her hand a little bit more and is like, those are mine. Are you with the Guild of Commerce? What makes you say that? All right, so you're going to roll charm for this whole thing. Or, you know, grease the wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. 
That's a nine. Um, that's a partial success, right? Yeah. We have a camaraderie point, though, don't we? Ooh, I'm going to use that camaraderie <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was going to take away so many things from you guys. <laughs> All right. My bad. I thought I heard a certain lilt, but apparently I didn't. Please, the bombs. What gives? I understand that they look suspicious, but... He picks up one that looks like a cartoon bomb. Like, it's round, it's black, it has, like, a fuse curly cueing out of it. Does it have bomb crudely painted on the side? (laughs) Yeah, right. I am a weapons expert, and part of that is understanding what we need to be on defense against, and also how to defend ourselves against, you know, pirates. We are a peace-loving crew, and we just want to go on leave. Just want to have a good time. And you carried bombs with you to going on leave, to having a good time, in case you were assaulted by pirates. I mean, I wasn't going to bring them down to the planet we're on the planet no we're in the we're in the gravity ev- elevator aren't we the gravity elevator leads down to like a hangar bay you're in the hangar yeah. bay that's right okay but like our whole ship has to come down right yeah. okay i thought we were still like way above the planet no 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 sorry if i wasn't clear about that you're in a hangar oh bay. i see i thought that i thought like we like got into the space station waiting for the gravity elevator and no. then that's when they accosted no. us. sorry oh, okay. I, that was description in last time sir we just got off of a mission where what we're supposed to go all the way back to the alliance and drop our stuff off all right all right fine you just got off a mission you happen to have a suspicious amount of bombs a chef that looks like a killing machine and i guess i found nothing what could be suspicious about this all right guys you heard what she said nothing suspicious here we'll just pack up and leave and the cargo bay door opens and they all leave I think we all stand very still for a little bit, like waiting for them to bust back and be like, psych! Uh, Sully starts breathing again. <laughs> well, that uh, that went surprisingly well. Um, I'm not convinced that they're done with us, but I uh, guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, Vi turns to Lucy. I think you can go back to the kitchen now, but just keep a low profile. Of course. I will cook nothing that requires explosives or fire. Probably a good idea. I will make muffins. (laughs) Sounds good, Lucy. Are you getting the blueberry ones that I love? Blueberry. Yes, certainly. Blueberries. For the new stove, I do owe you one. Thanks, Lucy. You're the best. I know. I am the best chef. (laughs) The prime chef, in fact. Anyways, all's well that ends well and all that. Glad I was not taken. Have a nice day. And he clunks back to the the galley, kitchen, whatever. I think, Jyla, before we leave, I think Jyla is going to try to, like, hastily tidy up the workshop a little bit more. Like, maybe put some things in locked containers. (laughs) Um, just in case somebody comes back, like the inspectors come back in their off time and like try to rob us or something of stuff that we shouldn't have. Vika's going to do a quick sweep of the ship and just kind of see what, what did they overturn in every room? I mean, it sounded like everything. Yeah. But I guess, I guess straighten stuff back if they left it awry. I guess 
my my big question uh, for you, Cody, is what like other than just general disarray, is there anything that they seem to have gotten into more than they should have? Uh, I would say n- no. This seems like, well, actually, you know what? Now, this can be a check. Okay. You know, this is investigating what just happened. Uh, make me a investigate check for kind of what just happened there. Uh, that's a seven. Um, okay. So if you try to follow them, you can learn a lot, but it's going to put you at risk or you can learn a little bit just from kind of context clues. I kind of want to learn a lot. Okay. No, I mean, you can creep after them. It's just, it is risky. Go big or go home. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Are you doing this by yourself? I don't know. Anyone see me going and want to follow? Yeah, I think um, once once she like turns it, like goes through the engine room and figures out stuff and sees her like heading out, Mal's going to go with her. Okay. Uh, Both of you make act under pressure rolls. While they're doing that, Cody, can I check on the black goop in my... In the med bay? The black goop is fine. They did not seem to notice it. Cool. 13. All right. Nine. Okay. You felt like it was suspicious what just happened here. It seemed odd, especially since they didn't seem to do a really thorough search of the ship. They seemed to be trying to find contraband. Like he mentioned, oh, you know, if we find something good, this will be beneficial. Um, You know, like we'll get paid a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Under that suspicion, what you're basically trying to do is creep after them and see if you can find out what they're doing. So you're in a massive, massive hangar bay, right? Like this place is huge and it services many, many, many ships and a lot of commerce. And like each level has a kind of watchman's barracks. You know what I mean? Like there are soldiers in charge of policing every level of this massive thing. So they just walk back to their barracks, which is a pretty utilitarian building, you know, but you're able to kind of creep up on top of it. And, like, peer in through some grating and try to overhear a conversation. So you hear one of them boasting. As soon as he gets back in, he goes, That was ridiculous. We should not have to be talked to by those people who were clearly lying. You know, once things start going our way, we'll have no problem with scum like that. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out um, just a plain hilt and clicks a button and a, like, jagged-looking sword forms up out of dust around him. He goes, now that we all carry these, no one is safe from us anymore, and we won't have to deal with all of this bureaucracy keeping us from keeping our spaces safe. And it's kind of met with, like, cheers from people around him. So, here's the hard choice. You can either leave at this moment... Or you can stick around, you will learn a little bit more, but you will be put in danger because of that seven to nine you rolled. I don't think Vika has any reason to leave. Okay, so like at this point you kind of lean in a little bit more and you hear like a creak and a crunch and like the metal grating that you were leaning on falls into the room full of guards and they all kind of like look up at you and see you. Oh no! <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. I just wanted to, I never got a chance to thank uh, your officers here for the kind treatment of my ship. Thank you very much for leaving it in good shape. <laughs> Do you give him a middle finger as you walk out too? <laughs> you know, just to add on to that, laying it on to them. <laughs> so you're on the roof of their barracks and that guy who was talking and holding the sword, he just clicks the button and goes, 
Get up. And everyone runs out of the building and they're going to try to get up on top of the building with you. When you turn around, though, you're met by an even stranger sight. There is a like seven foot long. I don't want to say centipede, but that kind of looking creature. Um, It has six legs and currently is standing on two of them. It's like man size around and seven feet long. So it's just like a little bit taller than you if it was to stand all the way up. But as it is, like if you were like crouched and turned around, it would basically be at eye level with you. Okay. It um, has giant eyes and kind of a friendly face. And it's just kind of staring at you unblinking. And it goes, that seemed to be very stupid. I think they're going to try to kill you. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Pulls out a lightsaber in each of its hundred hands. <laughs> I, I got this. It spins him around. <laughs> Vi pulls out her her uh, drill gun and turns and, and like points it at the guy uh, and looks at Mal. Mal, we gotta go. Yeah, that uh, that seemed to be proven. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Where is your ship? Uh, on the other side of the hangar. We well, do you have any other crew with you? Yes. Uh, they're on the ship, yes. Well, we should probably go, because I think these lots are going to try to kill you. As you say that, like, blaster fire starts shooting above your head. Like, they're now just, like, outside shooting at the roof of this building. And then a spike of, like, dust hits above your head and then puffs back into dust. Vi turns and takes kind of, like, a wild shot towards them. Like, I'm not intending for this to actually hit them. Oh, I see. Well, okay. How do we get out of here? But it's not like there's 15 different exits. I think that we're kind of in a firefight now. Oh, is there not like another way to get down from the barracks? It's like, okay, so imagine if this was like a detached building, right? Okay. They're all, you were leaning above it and then the grate fell in, right? You're on top of the building. Grate okay. falls in. They all look up and see you and ran outside and are now just shooting at the roof that you're on. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so they're, they're, they've surrounded the barracks at this point. Yeah. Okay, that's why I didn't understand. That's okay. Um, uh, in that case, I guess Vika's gonna try to aim a shot. Okay. I mean, you can just blast some baddies. Okay. I think we want to be fighting these guys, but okay. You know, maybe you should have left when Cody said you will be spotted. Yeah, but I just I don't think that's what Vika would have done. Like, I I think that. She- yeah, and I think yeah, and Captain Mao was definitely wanting to hear more as well because. He has thoughts about what was said in there and wanted to hear, wanted to get more information. Yeah. Uh, okay. Blast baddies. Uh, is that cool or tough? I can't remember. Um, it's based on your weapon. Oh, that's right. Um, I also want to make it clear because you guys didn't learn anything right after that. You are going to learn something as a result of this conflict. That is what you would have missed out on. So you're going to have to have this fight now. Like this is going to have to be resolved, but you will learn something as a result. That was the hard choice. Okay. So yeah. it wasn't like the hard choice was you get screwed or not. <laughs> with no Yeah. Benefit. You leave yeah. and you, you would have been fine or you stay and you have to have a fight and then you'll be fine. Like you're going to learn something because you like are putting yourselves in danger right now. Okay. That's a 14. Oh gosh. So describe how this looks. So as soon as it seems like this uh, centipede guy isn't trying to hurt us, she's going to try and spot the guy who's shooting whatever spike up at us. Okay. And just like take, you know, takes a stance, takes aim and shoots true. All right. How much damage do you do? Uh, That's two. All right. Okay. So you fire down on them. He falls and like your spray of fire catches another one. And they both like go scrambling to the ground. Are, are they are they dying? Or are they just incapacitated? 
It depends on how Vika shot them. They're out of the fight. Okay. I think what happened is um, the guy with the spike was aiming at us um, and she shot him in the shoulder, which made him uh, jerk his arm over and shoot his friend. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, Mal, are we getting out of here? Yeah. Um, h- how many of these guys are there? Currently, you see five and you don't see the guy with that sword yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want to be fighting these guys, but I guess we're going to have to. So, yeah, he's going to pull out his traction blade and that's got a it's a sword with a built-in gun uh he's gonna he's gonna take a shot at adam try he's he's like distinctly not trying to kill them okay that's like fine. i guess it's on stun if that's a thing it can be if you want that to be a part of your weapon okay i like how you have a gun blade from final fantasy and you're like but there's a stun setting yeah no i totally that's i mean i stole it yeah i stole i stole it from actually i was thinking um uh yeah final fantasy 13 specifically with the gun blade the thing that murders so many things yeah it is a stun though it's but it's also it's also like a phaser ray gun and phasers have stun settings i'm fine with it having a stun setting i think and that would be uh, an 11 uh all right vika you took three damage so like when you popped up to fire like you probably got caught with a spike and maybe a little bit of blaster fire you've taken three damage how much damage did you do Malcolm. So I guess it'd only be one damage then. Yeah, but we'll say the, this this works narratively for what's going to happen anyways. Okay. Okay, sorry. So you pop up then to again do fire. At this point, you've basically knocked down everyone that was trying to shoot up at you. You also took a few hits. You take two damage from people returning fire at you. But once you like shot that stunning shot, everyone was basically knocked down. And at this point, the wormy creature next to you goes, we should probably go. Yeah, I agree. No argument here. <laughs> so you all jump off the roof and start running. Where I guess, where are you going? You heading back to your ship? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. You start heading back to your ship. And as soon as you do, you see the guy with the sword, like, sprint out of the barracks at you. And quick as blinking, the centipede creature that was with you turns, draws a similar particle weapon, slashes once, and then keeps following you. And this was like blink of an eye. As you all run back into the cargo bay of your ship. All right. Uh, I guess is anything else before we arrive back at the ship? No. So that was everyone that was chasing you. Okay. I turn to uh, the centipede thing. It's like, uh, thanks for the thanks for the help back there. Um, I'm Captain Malcolm Malone, as you probably heard me say before. Uh, who do I have pleasure of meeting here? My name is Keeper Camilla. Keeper Camilla. It's nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you too. Once you guys are on board the ship, it's a she stands up on to only being on her back legs. So now she has two arms and reaches out to shake your hand. I shake it. So I would assume by everything about you that you are maybe outlaws? What gave, what gave that away? <laughs> she gestures at the everything. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm was like, Malcolm was like clearly like when, when he says what gave that away, he like clearly indicated the imposition ship and the, and the, I assume you probably hear you, Lucy yelling somewhere. So an imposition cook somewhere in the ship. And yeah, he's, he's, he's very aware of what this looks like. <laughs> so can I ask what you are doing on my planet? Uh, we're actually looking for someone. Hmm. Is it maybe someone named Grizzle and Rex Lancer? When she says those names, Vika, who is still holding her drill gun, points it at her. Hey, hey, hey! I think I think we're all friends. We're all friends but, uh, here. How do you know those names? Originally, I asked Grizzle for help. I asked him to come here. To so help. you're the reason the Grizzles came to Avis. Mm, yes. Do you know what's happened to him? Well, I know he's missing, and. 
we were working together and then he was missing. So, yes. All right. I mean, no, I, I don't know where he is, but, you know, he's missing for me too. I figured it was kind of a matter of time before other people like you showed up. So I just waited by the docks for a weird ship. And then when one showed up, I went to the docks and then I saw people on the roof trying to eavesdrop on guards. And, and then this happened. Vika puts her gun away. Yeah, they were very, uh, they came and searched our ship and it was a very strange interaction. So we wanted to, we wanted to figure out if there's anything special going on. And am I right in thinking that they might be cl- planning some kind of coup? I do not think coup is maybe the right word. We are a government without specific leaders in that we are a republic. So what do you coup? One of the things, I guess. Here's the issue. One, those guards should not be armed the way that they are. It is offensive to me that they would have particle magnetism weapons. That's usually something that is the purview of keepers. And lately, any slob who just happens to be part of the... Let me get the name right. Council Guard can just be given one of these weapons, which I find personally distasteful. And I don't know if coup, no, but invasion, maybe. They seem to be recruiting. Are they the heavily. reason that you called Grizzle out here? The, the uh, Yeah, the situation is why I called Grizzle out here. Um, the keepers have been pushed to the side more and more in recent times. And the increase in military strength is concerning. There's no reason for them to be recruiting heavily into the Council Guard. There's no reason for the Council Navy to be all of this sudden concentrated just around this planet and being well-armed all of the sudden. They seem to be preparing for an attack. So, yes, I called in someone that I knew who I don't necessarily like to work with, but in this case, I had no other choice. It's not like I could ask the Council Guard why the Council Guard was suddenly recruiting more. So here we are. Okay. Uh, well, actually, first, let's get the re- let you meet the rest of the crew. And I kind of put on comms. Hey, uh, could you all come to the cargo bay? Uh, we have someone someone to introduce you to. Yeah, be there right away, Cap. Jyla fully thinks that there's something wrong. <laughs> so she comes with her hands in her pockets, and there's definitely a bomb in one of them. <laughs> What, what did this person say their name was again? Camilla. Camilla, okay. Did you take the particle weapon back, Jyla? Um, I don't think she would have... I would say no. Okay, well, Sully comes back. He just thinks there's somewhere... He just thinks there's someone to meet in the back. <laughs> so when, once they arrive, he introduces them. Uh, so this is um, uh, Sullivan. He's our uh, medic. And uh, Jyla, she's our weapons expert. Uh, this, guys, this is Camilla. She's a keeper. And she is the one that actually called... Grizzle here, so I think she's our best best contact to figure out what's happened. Nice to meet you, Keeper Camilla. Pleasure to meet you, Camilla. Yes, yes, it's nice to meet all of you ragtag group of outlaws, too. I'm sure you're all very charming, but right now, I think that um, we did just kind of shoot up a barracks. Wait, what? Yeah, we'll talk We'll talk about it later. It, misunderstanding. Uh. It was a misunderstanding where the barracks got shot up and I may have stabbed the guy, so... That doesn't look good for me. Do you, do you need a place to hide? I, well, yes, but I think it's less I and more we at this point need a place to hide. I mean, like, is there anywhere else we can move the ship to where they won't find us? Like, is there anywhere else to go? We're, we're on planet at this point, right? You are on the surface of the planet. And just so I, I've, like, made this clear before, or just, like, I've said this before, I just want to make, like, reiterate it. Um, Like, getting through atmosphere is hard, and flying around a spaceship like this in atmosphere is generally considered, like, taboo, kind of. Like, it kind of implies hostility not to use, because it's, like, that's why they make 
these docks to lower ships up and down, and it also allows, like, restriction. So all of that is to say that you can fly through atmosphere. It is just difficult and dangerous. So uh, where do you recommend that we go? Well, I can take you to where we hid Grizzle's ship, but I'm worried that we might be tailed. Uh, I mean, I, I think I can lose him. All right. Well, we're going to find out, I guess. So maybe we will need ship combat after all. <laughs> yeah, I was not planning on it, but it sure did kind of end up that way. She gives you coordinates to, like, a... I don't want to say on the outskirts of the city because this is like a massive, like the city is just kind of contiguous. It's basically Coruscant. It's just like one massive city planet. Yeah, I mean, yes. But there are like seedier and more industrial areas that are not well populated or are more there for like automated construction. So basically she gives you a location underneath of a massive factory that's just like churning out parts where people would basically never have any reason to go. Okay. Um, so if you can get here, that would be good. Until then, I think that we're in trouble. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll head out immediately. And he goes up to the helm to take off. All right, well, we get to do ship combat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. We're, we're going to find out. So it's all down to this. Who's at the helm? I will be at the helm. All right. Okay, and just so you guys are explicitly aware, what you learned there specifically that you would have not gotten if you met Camilla at a more neutral point is that the keepers are being pushed out. And this would be the rough equivalent of just giving every stormtrooper a lightsaber. Like, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of offensive, which is why she is at this point asking for outside help. That was what you learned by sticking around and now having to do this ship combat. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, uh, Vinny, you're just going to make me an escape from combat roll, despite the fact that you haven't escaped from combat. All right, so that is based on... Can we do anything to help him? You can always... Yeah, man, you can always help. Can I use my mystic symbol to use my guiding presence on him? You definitely can. What you're going to do is just um, create trouble, basically, so this is creating a status effect for your ship. Cool, I got a 10. All right, you have a status effect for your ship. What do you want that status effect to be? Unintrusive. So like if people are like looking for it, like they're like, like they just like tend to look away. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You're just kind of always in a blind spot. Yeah. It's a, and it's like, it's a thing where like people talk about like, you don't like want to focus on it. It's just like, as soon as you look at it, you're like, you just like shift your eyes kind of thing. Yeah. I would also like to create trouble from the engine room. And what I want to do is... I want to like rehook up the engines so that it's not like we're like we're trying to get out of atmosphere, but it looks like we're almost just like hovering. So I'm going to just bump up that unintrusive by one if you get this, because that's kind of the same thing. Like you're not using light speed travel on the surface of the planet. That was a seven. So that does mean that I get to make one hard move. Reduce the status. (laughs) All right. Anyone else doing anything? Jyla starts throwing bombs to distract people. Are you going to set a bomb on this ba- on this hangar <laughs> to distract them as we leave? I like that. Oh, no. I'm going to do that. Uh, so I, I don't want to make the whole thing collapse. I think I'm going to make something that's a lot of bark and no bite. Like flashy. Yeah. You can do it, but you will be gaining heat with the Interstellar Council. Like, not a ton, but that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do just it. Set, just setting off fireworks in their, in their hangar? What, like, what if we're just trying to celebrate something? <laughs> we're celebrating getting away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll, roll me that. And yeah, it's very much like fireworks, not structural damage. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're killing people, but it's still pretty bad. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 12. 
<laughs> she sets it off real well. All right, so we're gonna have distracted and unobtrusive too. So do I add those to my roll? How does this work? Yes, you can add those to your roll. All right. You guys are being very narratively flary here, so I'm fine with it. So is that know? I get to add three on top of the two I already add? Yep. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, so I think Jyla makes something and it's like sparking and smoking and like shooting off little like tiny fizzing lights every so often. And when it all goes off, it just spells love ya. <laughs> yes. So I got a 10 to escape from combat. I definitely needed those points. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you're escaping, like there are sentry turrets that start firing back on your ship. And you take one point of damage as they just kind of automatically fire on the most dangerous thing. Um, but other than that, you manage to escape scot-free and there's just so much going on in the hangar bay with those um, fireworks that like this unobtrusive ship kind of flying under the radar is not really worth noticing. You are now well on your way to being underneath of this, like parking next to Grizzle's ship. Is there anything you guys want to do before you get there? I turned to... Uh Come on, see. See, I told you we could do it. I must say, um, it is not the strategy that probably I would have used, but it would work. I am impressed, although I think they probably hate you more now. I mean... But you probably didn't care, and frankly, I don't either at this point. I mean, Charlie's good at good at her bombs. I'm sure that, I'm sure that was non-destructive as she was hoping. I mean, I'm impressed. I am impressed. She's, like, kind of sitting awkwardly in a chair that is clearly not meant for her. So she kind of has her like little hands crossed on her weirdly bent body as <laughs> she's trying to be comfortable on your not meant for her body chairs. Uh, Keeper Camilla. Yes. You mentioned something about the council guard taking over. Is this on all planets or is that just here on the central planet? I would say everywhere, kind of. They are centralizing in the way that has not happened before. So probably places where there would normally have been maybe a small presence of Council Guard, there is now none, and they are all here. They are very much marshalling. Oh, uh, Sully looks a little bit more relieved as he figures his parents are probably safe then. Are you originally from here? I mean, not here specifically, but I mean, I spent time here. I, I was a keeper at one point. Ah, and you left? Yeah, after a few incidents, I decided I did not really like what keepers were doing, so I thought it would be better to go be a doctor somewhere else. I think a few months ago I would have held that against you, but at this point now I'm not so sure. I still think what we're doing is important, it's just now we seem to not be doing anything. Alright, you land next to Grizzle's ship. Underneath, like I said, it's basically underneath of a running factory. That's just kind of where they found to hide a clearly outlaw ship. Um, what do y'all want to do? So, uh... Keeper Camilla, um, where was the last place you saw or knew of uh, Grizzle and Commander Lancer's location? Uh, she's like, well, you're not going to like that answer. It was here. Here, okay. Yeah, here, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're just sitting on board their ship waiting for us. There is the off chance that they are, and this will be real easy, but somehow I don't get that sense at all. Do you have no idea if they were heading, heading anywhere else? Well, okay, so... I don't necessarily love the idea of working with all of you. I say that with as much respect as possible. I know. I understand. It's just, I am kind of part of my own government, and you're kind of explicitly against that in some ways. 
it puts us in an awkward position, but at this point now, I'm like, anyways, my point is that uh, we were not fully open with each other. I knew Grizzle from times previous. We had crossed paths a few times, and I just called in for some help. But basically, he was just trying to find out where this attack might happen and why it is happening. Because it's not like the Interstellar Council has been frequently attacking all the other factions up to this point. Okay. So the first thing I want to do, I want to board Grizzle's ship and, one, see if he's there, see if they're just there and haven't reported He's it. not. <laughs> okay. And then second thing, I want to go through his logs and see what logs he's made about this mission, if any. Okay. Would that be an investigate or? Uh, yes. And while you're making that roll, I can scroll through my notes and find this point. I wanted to do the same thing. Is there a way that I can roll to give him a point of camaraderie? Yeah, you could do help a friend or support. Yeah, support yeah you guys friend. can just both be rustling through the ship together. Well, that's a 13 on my end. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 12. Wow. So you guys just have a point of camaraderie. So one of those points is going to be spent here, and then you're going to carry one forward. Oh, yeah. Um, so you actually rolled a 14. No, a 13. Or a 13 too. Right, which I understand doesn't really benefit you at all, but hey, now you have a point of camaraderie, so can't complain about that, right? Um, while they're interested that, I would like to investigate for signs of chaos on the ship. Ooh, okay. Like the black chaos, not disarray. No, I understand what you meant. Roll me that investigation check. And that's a sharp, so that'll be a 10. Sully, I mean this in the most informative way possible, but there is none. No, that's, that's good information. It's good so. information. It just isn't exactly exciting information. I mean, that means that, like, this place is not compromised as far as... Right. ...with the chaos, which is what is on Sully's mind, or at least on my mind. Okay, so when you board the vessel and start looking for logs, you can see, like, the initial conversation that happened between Camilla and Grizzle, so that part seems legit. Like, you do see a communication. You can see, like, a messages text that was like, Hey, I need your help. I think something's going bad in the Interstellar Council. Like, this is going to create conflict later on. And so then you could see, like, the travel log, probably, of, like, them dropping where they are and flying over here very immediate, like, immediately. And then you could maybe see one other log. Yeah, because you guys rolled really well. Okay, so what you found out so far is that the other branches of the Interstellar Council's military are growing where the Keepers are dwindling, right? So powers and, like, authority that would have usually been left only for the Keepers, like, specifically these, like, particle magnetism weapons, are now being given to everyone and they are recruiting aggressively. That is the biggest thing that is flagged by... Grizzle as being what he wants to check out. Why are they recruiting? What is the plan? And then I would say you find one other mention of like a journal of him going, he's like got a bad feeling like this seems to be more than just because he's used to this type of conflict, right? This is what the outlaws try to do is stop a war like this from happening before it happens. But you can see like over and over repeated references to him like having a very bad feeling while he's on this planet and he feels like there's something else that he just hasn't found he, yet. He feels like there's something something beyond yeah. just... Like, okay. beyond just the marshalling of the ships, he's been getting, like, there's something hidden here that I'm not seeing. Like, yeah, obviously they're preparing for war, but there's something else here besides just that. Like, he feels something sinister, but nothing more specific than that. Can Jyla examine the, the outside of Grizzle's ship and see if it looks like he was attacked? Before he evacuated his ship? 
Yeah, I'll just give you that answer just because, again, it's like it's a good question. It's just that. Oh, you know what? I'll say this, too. One. No, there there does not seem to be the ship works like this is a flyable ship. Yeah, I was just more looking for like recent damage. It doesn't look like damage. The ship itself is a hodgepodge. So like there's different parts glued all over it. And there's definitely like battle damage from this ship being in the field for 20 years and of being wrecked multiple times. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't look like, oh, there was a firefight here right away. And I would say something else. Sully, this is not the place that you recognize from your vision. Okay, good to know. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to, like, clamp off these things. No, that's okay. <laughs> Good questions. Is it just Grizzle and Commander Rex Lancer? Those were the only two names you know. There were three others. Okay, so th- there, is a, the, there is a whole crew of five that is missing. Yeah, five total, yeah. Okay. Do we get their names, and are their names important? I mean, it'd probably be in their logs somewhere, right? You Maybe. have their names. I do not, they don't. It doesn't matter, exist. okay. <laughs> yeah, like, this was not, like, a two-man mission. There's a whole crew at stake. It's just they don't have names, and I'm not going to pretend like they're real characters. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure it was a whole crew and not just, you know, I I didn't want to make an assumption one way or the other. No, good question again. Do I have a way to, like, do we have a way to send messages, like, encrypted messages to Homestead? Like, do we have a way to send, like, messages that can't be intercepted? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I like that idea. I'm going to send off a message to Homestead, uh, encrypting it so that it can't be intercepted by Interstellar Council or anyone else. Detailing what we found so far, just updating them on what Grizzle was doing, because that they didn't even know that much, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, like, forward on the logs and everything. Sure. Just, just to send an update, not expecting any kind of, like response but just kind of so that they know they know that we've arrived they know what he was doing that kind of stuff yeah i like the idea that our encryption is partially like it just like the computers like filter through every different language from the five factions randomly <laughs> I, actually i think what we did is uh, i sent it through uh rot 13 which all it does is shift every letter and shifts it 13 letters in the alphabet. But no one in the galaxy, it's like, no one would even think to use that as a as an encryption cipher because it's, it's too, too simple. simple. <laughs> Why would anyone use that? It's so basic. And so no one ever decrypts it because it's too too simple. Anyone want to do anything else? Nope, I don't think so. Sully's good. I'm thinking about something. I'm trying to decide if I want to do this or not. I'm Personally, okay, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to decide how much do I trust Camilla? You can read a person on her if you want to try oh, to get a read. I? Yeah, I mean, that's okay. A move. Yeah, I, wa- I want to do that. That is a nine. What do you want to find out? I guess I want to I want to determine if she's like, I guess, been truthful to us. Is she trustworthy? Like, like can we can we trust her? You could use your camaraderie. Um, It's up to you. I mean, you it's worth using here. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. But if you on a seven to nine, basically what this is going to be is you're going to have to kind of you're going to have to give her something back why she should trust you in the same way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're going to have to reveal something that maybe isn't something you would immediately talk about to try to get her to open up. That The funny thing is, that's actually what I wanted to do. I wanted to give her information or ask her about something that I didn't know if I should do or not. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, you can do that. That would be, to me, an acceptable seven to nine. Okay. I, I'm going to go back to, I guess, I don't know if she came on Grizzle ship with us or if she's still on our ship. Or... Uh, yeah, she's she's with you guys at this point. Okay, then I'll, I'll go up to her and say, uh, Keeper Camilla, I wasn't sure if I should even talk to you about this or not, but have you had any experience with what the outlaws are calling chaos? I can't say that I have. Mostly I am stationed here. I meant to ensure that other branches of the government do not overextend their hands, so you could maybe understand why I'm concerned at this point. 
but I, I mean, when you say chaos, it sounds like you're speaking in a proper noun way, and I mean, things are chaotic in a sense. Okay. Is there a proper noun chaos that I should be aware of? You, you seem trustworthy. Um, I guess I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. There, there is a force in the galaxy that the outlaws are currently trying to figure out. We don't know much about them at this point, but they seem to be sowing discontent in the galaxy and causing problems. And I'm afraid that might be what's happening here. They seem to be trying to spark wars between factions and trying to cause problems all over the galaxy. And if anything fits the definition of that, it's what's going on here. Yeah, I would say so. That sure does seem relevant for what's happening in my life right now. Almost seems like information that the outlaws should share with maybe other people who might be trying to help. But what do I know? I'm just trying to maintain order in my own neighborhood. So, I mean, good to know. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where... We don't really know what information to give anybody yet because we don't have a lot of information ourselves. Well, fair enough. But no, I have not interacted with a supernatural force calling itself chaos. Is that what you are explicitly saying is that there is a supernatural force called chaos? I mean, I'm not sure... Do I know if it, like, I guess we've experienced it. Is, would I call it supernatural? Does it seem... For guess, you, oh my gosh, yes. Like, okay, yeah, since I'm very much not weird. For Camilla saying a supernatural force to her is actually not out of her wheelhouse at all. She's a keeper, which means that she has a certain amount of, like, weird magic powers about her. For her, that's not a strange thing to know about. She uses, like, a weird supernatural force of peace. But for you, you would definitely describe it as, like, this is space magic and weird. Yeah, i definitely say supernatural. Well, all right. I guess maybe now I have a face for, or a name for the face, a face for the effect. How bad has it been out there because of this? We've only had a few run-ins ourselves as a crew, but it sounds like things are escalating and we're not sure what's going on, but that's kind of why we're here. Being honest, Dean, um, I want to stop that. I don't particularly care what that means in terms of labels. I mean, I'm not even supposed to be talking to you, technically. I should arrest you, and I asked you to be here. So, I'm not particularly concerned one way or the other. But, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried for what this means, considering the Keepers are getting shoved aside for a more expeditionary force, you might say. So, I'm glad to have all the help I can get at this point. She seems to be being totally honest about all of that. Okay. And I've now opened the can of worms of telling other factions about chaos. <laughs> that's what I would. That's what I was wanting to figure out if she was trustworthy or not. If, if she would be, yep. if I could tell her that information and she wouldn't immediately like use it against us or something. I don't know how that would work. But so I guess I guess we should probably tr- start trying to start trying to track Grizzle and his crew down. I don't. I'm not really sure where to begin though. Well, I think the first thing that Grizzle was trying to do was finding out why these attacks were happening. Um, so I guess we tried to do the same thing. So you're, you're coming with us? I mean, unless you don't want me to. No, I would welcome, I'd welcome the help. Um, and to be honest, uh, your presence is kind of a, for lack of a better term, a legitimizing presence. Having, having a, a keeper with us kind of, kind of makes us look a little less, less obtrusive here on planet. We don't exactly blend in, so it'll be nice yeah. to have you. I would like to think I still have a certain amount of clout. I mean, I could probably blend in around here. Well, yes. Yeah, I'm sure you could, Sully, because kind of from the area but all right i don't exactly blend in thanks for rubbing it in <laughs> yeah that that accent might uh that accent might give you away there jyla we'll work on it and you might want to i mean i love i love the tattoo 
I love the tattoo there, uh, Vi, but that might that kind of that kind of just screams colonies. They and and outlaws. They uh, that might that might that might raise some raise some eyebrows. You might you might. Oh, don't cover that worry. I was planning on covering up. Okay, just 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 cover my bases here, and I'll definitely not be wearing this outfit while I'm on planet. And he takes off his captain's uniform. And Malcolm Llewellyn is in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has like his normal outfit. Like the captain's outfit is basically something he can like. It's almost like a vest he can throw on at a moment's notice. But he still has like his normal clothes underneath. Yes, Malcolm's nude. <laughs> You're I, <butt> naked. <laughs> I imagine that you have your jacket, like your like Galactic Alliance uniform jacket all the time but it's with like big brass buttons but it's open and so like if you need to like look real professional in front of a camera oh i see you just like button it really quick nice tight collar and then like on a screen it looks good you know but otherwise it's just like really open like a sweatshirt like a zip-up sweatshirt or a jacket or something yeah with a t-shirt underneath or something i see yeah i kind of like that all right everyone remember we have to do everything so that we blend in and seem completely normal. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music from the show is from danosongs.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.